are listening to This Is Some Scene. My name is James Zippolitti, and I have another interview I'm pulling out of the vault. This one's from 2008. This is the second appearance on This Is Some Scene for director Alexander O. Philippe and producer Kerry Dignan Roy. And we brought them back on the show because they had a lot of cool things to talk about. I get a little heated in this, though, not at the guest, but just at the content referring to George Lucas. And I probably was drinking a little bit that night because I sound a little intense. Enjoy the show. Alexander also directed 7852, which is the documentary all about the shower scene in Psycho. And if you want to learn more about Psycho, jump over to my podcast, The Real Demons of Pop Culture, to hear everything there is about the making of Psycho and about the inspiration behind Psycho. This is some scene. This is some scene. This is some scene. This is some scene. Yeah. Well, let's welcome back to the show the director, Alexander Felipe. Hello, this is Alexander. This is Alexander, yes. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks so much for uh, having us back so uh, so quickly. Really, really happy to be, uh, to be on the show. And uh, I think Carrie may be joining us. I am. Robert is. There she is. Here she is. Okay. Welcome back, Carrie. Great. Thank you. Let's start with, uh, you were here almost a year ago. It was last March. And uh, yeah. a lot of things have happened since then. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I had actually listened to our show, and uh, I remember um, Doug was on the show then, and he was saying, asking you if you thought you would get Gary Kurtz. And uh, <laughs> even, even in that interview where you were, it sounds like, yeah, well, we'd like to, but sounded like, you know, uh, I don't know. And, and you did, in fact, get Gary Kurtz. Is that correct? As an yes, we did. Yes, we did. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was a nice uh, sort of uh, set of circumstances uh, through our U.K. producer, actually. Um, and that was when we were in, um, in London for um, a couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, doing interviews. And he was very, very kind uh, and gave us about uh, 90 minutes of his time to, uh, to answer some questions. Now, don't okay. we see um, that uh, Gary Kurtz is really the unsung hero of the original yeah. uh, two Star Wars trilogies? Would you agree with that? Is that? Oh, sure. I mean, I, I think there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's – uh, I mean, I, I, obviously I don't want to say too much because I think that people who want to, you know, uh, uh, you know, will see the film will, you know, I want to keep the good stuff for, you know, for, for them. Sure. sure. Um, but um, – no, I mean, he was very, uh, on some level, he was very reserved. He was also very uh, respectful of, of George and, and uh, you know, and the path that, that he's taken. But it was really interesting to me that he, I mean, he talked very specifically about uh, Indiana Jones uh, being really? the turning point in, in uh, George Lucas's career. Uh, and he felt that um, that was when George Lucas decided to, I mean, you know, was more interested in uh, uh, the roller coaster ride right. than he became interested in, in storytelling. Okay. 
And and so, you know, he talked to us about, you know, the fact that he was really – he became less interested really. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, obviously Return of the Jedi, he was involved in very early – you know, during the early stages, but uh, eventually uh, decided to uh, to go on a different path, and uh, you know, uh, went on to do a Dark Crystal. Right. Did he mention anything about a Dark Crystal sequel? Is he involved in that? I've heard rumors about a sequel to that. Uh, no, we actually didn't talk about that. You know, when you have only 90 minutes with uh, sure. with Gary sure. Kurtz, you want to talk <laughs> about George, George Lucas, Lucas as much as possible. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Well, let's let's back up for the listeners who might not know. Uh, could you give just yeah. a um, quick synopsis of the documentary and what your plans are uh, for this film? Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, the film is is called "The People vs. George Lucas," and and uh, in uh, in uh, uh, essence, I, I would say it's um, it's an examination, uh, a portrait of George Lucas as seen from the perspective of those who love and, uh, uh, you know, hate him the most. Uh, I mean, it's really an examination of why do people, why are people so passionate about George Lucas? Why do people say they love him so much? Why are people, um, you know, so, so critical of him? I mean, it's, it seems that uh, even in the early days that, uh, you know, he, he didn't really receive a whole lot of critical acclaim. And, uh, I mean, we've talked to a number of critics, in fact, uh, from Variety, from Premiere, from Empire Magazine, and, um, um, uh, Joe Layden specifically from uh, from Variety told us that uh, uh, he saw that a lot of critics, um, you know, will never never forgive uh, George Lucas' Star Wars, which is a really interesting statement. Um, so it's you know, in, in a nutshell, it's really an examination of the man. I mean, it's it's the first, as far as I know, it's the first feature length portrait of of George Lucas, and uh, it has that very unique focus on the emotions that people have towards the man. Okay. Well, and you know, Ralph, I, I would add to that that um, <clears throat> at the beginning we thought we were kind of on to something, but after this, this, as you said, almost a year, the, the feedback and the response that we've been receiving, I, I, I feel like we're dead on. We, yeah. the, the response, everyone's saying, oh, you know, leave George alone, we love George, and then there's another whole group of people saying, oh, we need to talk about Jar Jar, and you know, there, it's, it's amazing to see how passionate people have been. I mean, even if you look at People versus George Facebook site for crying out loud. There, <laughs> you, you, it's both sides of the spectrum. It's either you know we absolutely love this idea, or you guys need to stop this. It's very interesting. And I'm I'm like so pat like passionate about it at this point that I don't even want a a trial for him. And that's it. Let's 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 say he's guilty. Put him away. Put him away. Especially because since we talked to you last, two things have happened. One was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Which right. if people if people were mad at him before they are even more so now, and mm-hmm. and then that that horrendous cartoon, the Clone Wars movie and the yeah. series on on the television, which is just unwatchable. Um, so that being yeah. said, yeah. Ha, your idea to get people how many how many um, I guess entries have you received? Have you received a lot or and uh, oh yeah, what is what's it looking like at this point? Oh, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, we've uh, we're definitely in uh, in the hundreds right now, and and uh, you know we've gotten anything from uh, puppet rants to you know Lego movies to homemade you know Super 8 uh, action figure films, uh, performances, chin pressions. I mean, you name it. It's uh, it's a, a really 
fascinating uh, mixed bag of, of material. And you know, some of it is, is usable, um, uh, some of it is, is not so usable, but, but I, I'm, I'm really fond of, uh, of the great majority of the stuff we've received. I mean, it's, it's so um, you know, honest. I mean, it's really honest material. And uh, so we definitely are, are gonna have a lot of it uh, you know, in the film. And in fact, we're currently working on our first uh, teaser trailer, and I think this will uh, showcase a little bit of the variety of what we've received. Good, I'm looking forward to that. I'd also like to emphasize that both Alexander and, and Robert are, are watching everything that comes in, I mean, every minute of yeah. everything that comes in, and uh, they're, they're taking that very seriously. So. Right, I remember, Alexander, on the last show you had mentioned that you made a pledge to watch everything that came in, and uh, <laughs> have you yeah. noticed um, an increase after Indy 4? Like, what Indiana Jones 4, was there, like, um, did this seem to help your, your cause at all to uh, more people? Because, mm. I mean... I don't know. I, I think it's been it's been pretty steady, actually. Uh, I mean, it's it sort of comes in waves, you know. And I also actually uh, contact people. I mean, I, I actively search. Uh, you know, I, I go on YouTube. I go on Adam, and and I and I go through the the hundreds, the thousands of, of films that are posted there to see if there's anything that I that's interesting that that I may have missed. And 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 you know, I mean, I discover new stuff every day. You know, I mean, it's. Um, it's it's a it's very tedious. Uh, I mean, it's fun, but it's very tedious because I spend hours and hours and hours a day, not only looking for material, sorting through material that I receive, and then of course, contacting the the filmmakers. You know, the people who submit, and and um, you know, they all have technical questions. They all have. You know, they all want to know if their film is going to be included in in the time frame. Uh, they all want to know if they want to submit. You know, if they can submit more stuff, which of course they're. You know, they they, they can. So, so um, you know, it's what I expect it to be. It just takes a lot of time. Now, have you received anything that is pro prequel? Oh. Um, and, and like, that's something that really was like, well, wow, that's really well spoken. Uh, was, did yeah. you receive a, anything like that? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I would say probably the most um, compelling material that we have in defense of the prequels was actually interviews that we shot in France. Uh, we, we talked to a number of uh, French uh, intellectuals and scholars, um, you know, film scholars. Uh, one, one of them specifically wrote a book um, uh, on Star Wars and uh, is known as the, you know, French expert on, on Star Wars. And, um, you know, his, he, he tried to make the argument that, uh, you know, episode one was the greatest of all. Um, <laughs> so you know he's drunk. Uh, Apparently, I don't know anything. Well, you know he's he's a very smart guy, and he just looks at Star Wars very differently. I mean, you know he he's talking about um, you know the, the 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 technical achievements of of Star Wars, and he talks about the colors and the composition composition of the shots and uh, story. Can we talk about story? Because I still don't no, know what the story I, was. Yeah. Sure. I still, and, and, I still no, don't know what the story of episode one was. If somebody could explain that to me, I'd shed yeah. some light on the what the Sith are or all of that, because I sure don't, mm -hmm. sure didn't get it from that movie. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, you know, I obviously have a lot of issues with it, but uh, again, I mean, it's I, I, I can't, I can't stress enough how important it is, uh, you know, for us in making this documentary to be as as uh, as objective as possible and, and sure, really present a very very. I mean, to me, that's really. Although I do, I do think that whenever somebody's saying something pro, 
prequels, you should subliminally flash the word midi-chlorians on the screen. <laughs> See how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's uh, that's definitely a big one, and, and uh, I, I don't think I've actually found anybody who uh, uh, will defend the mini chlorians in in, a, in, a, you know, in a coherent way, anyway. Yeah. So. Alexander, actually, <clears throat> Eric just brought that up. <clears throat> Have you ever thought of the danger of putting this film out into a, a live theater audience with pro uh, Lucas and anti Lucas fans that this could actually Escalate into a riot. <laughs> that would be, be uh, absolutely great publicity for your film, actually. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think, uh, Carrie, about that? <laughs> Should we treat that? A, I, that idea frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. That's hilarious. That's something I don't think any of us had considered. But, you know, maybe there's different uh, sides to the theater. Maybe there's different <laughs> seating. <laughs> well, uh, let me say this: that I, we live near Philadelphia, and recently a guy got shot for talking in the movie theater. So, oh my um, goodness! Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't get killed, luckily, but uh, he was with his family and making noise, and the guy got up and shot him uh, oh because my he. Gosh. Was, I know. So uh, let's let's be, have extra security for People versus George in Philly. Maybe we could have some <laughs> counselors available. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean. So, it, you know, I, I mean, yep. in a sense, really, what, I, what I'm actually really hoping is, is that is that this film will bring people together, uh, you know, the people who, who uh, are strongly against and the people who are strongly for, and, and hopefully they'll both get to see a little bit on, you know, the other side of the story as well. Well, you know, and what's interesting yeah. is this whole uh, project was born out of the idea of people sitting at a table having this discussion. This is discussions we've all had, and so, you know, theoretically it should translate to a to being able to watch a film and continue that discussion, hopefully. Now, let me ask you have some other uh, interviews here that I find fascinating. I'm curious as to why, uh, like Nick Powell, The Crying Game. Um, yeah. Like, how are these people, are, there, are some of these people just, what is their connection to Star Wars? you got a uh, producer, well, Anthony uh, Lane. Are they just industry people that you've gotten? Some of those people were mostly actually uh, industry connections of our UK producer, and, and that's how we got to talk to them. And, but, you know, what's interesting to me is that you're talking to, you know, I mean, you just mentioned Nick Powell, is that he, um, you know, has no direct connection to Star Wars, but, of course, he has, you know, feelings about Star Wars, and he has feelings about George. And so, I mean, we talked to, we're, we're just trying to talk to as many people as, as we can right now, especially industry people, and, and, and try to get a sense of, of you know, uh, were they influenced by George Lucas in any way? How do they feel about George? And, and the bottom line is everybody, you know, has feelings about the guy. Um, yeah. And, you know, does it mean that we're going to use all of these interviews? Probably not. But, uh, you know, one uh, uh, important interview was, was uh, 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 Tony Way, who um, <clears throat> uh, back in the day was the first uh, assistant director to George on uh, A New Hope and now is the executive producer of the James Bond film. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, I, I mean, we've we've tracked down some people who. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's, who fast, that's fascinating stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who really used to work with him a long time ago, and and you know, I I, I, I would have to say one of the highlights of our trip was um, going to the BFI archives, uh, 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 interviewing Ann Skinner, who did continuity on 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 uh, A New Hope, and the BFI were kind enough to um, uh, show us. The original continuity script, 
from A New Hope, and we and basically we got Anskinner to take us through the script, and so and it was the first time that this thing had ever been filmed by anybody, and I mean it's chock full of just those amazing Polaroids from the film that that wow. you know, nobody has ever seen. Um, and I mean, I, I, I gotta tell you, I really had the chills just, uh, you know, I was, I was trying to film this <laughs> and, and, and trying to sort of see it and what, you know, and, and sort of take it in at the same time. And, you know, I was kind of pitching myself, oh my gosh, you know, I'm actually, you know, watching this. Um, and, uh, that was a very special moment. So I think that, you know, the, the, for the fans, I think they're, they're definitely going to get to see some stuff that is really Great. quite, you know, quite unique. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. We have um, another friend of the show. They, they did a documentary on the 30 years of Jaws and the fans. It's called The Shark is Still Working. And I know they, sure. they are, it sounds a lot like what you're going through. They found things that are just holy grail for Jaws fans. And, and that sounds like where you're going with some of this stuff, which is just, you know, the topic's great for the people versus George Lucas. But if just, I mean, th- those are little things that, as a fan, I would go see your film just for that. Because so, of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely makes it special. And, you know, and, and, uh, and it's kind of, um, I mean, it's really daunting because I feel like the more I, I discover uh, that, you know, the, the deeper I go, the, the more I, the more I want to find out because there's, there's, there's all these little doors and windows that keep opening. And it's, and it's endless. You know, I, I mean, have for to instance, keep reminding Alexander it's yeah. only a 90-minute film. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, well, we never know. We could, we could have a long, a long director's It's going to be a you know. six-part That's series, right. right? They could, they did it for Blade Runner. You can do it too. You can have five yeah. different versions. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, I, so, I just want uh, one quick example I want to give you because that's actually really cool too. Um, um, I, I was at the uh, uh, Denver Film Festival not so long ago, and and uh, uh, was talking to the uh, to Doug Jones, who is the the head programmer at the, at the Los Angeles Film Festival. And apparently he, you know, he's also a big Star Wars fan. And, and he told me that um, the Paley Center in New York and Los Angeles were going to um, play the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, they had this big online poll about the best Holiday Special of all time. And, you know, of course, the Star Wars Holiday Special won. Um, and so, you know, they had these screenings uh, for like two solid weeks every day at the Paley Center. And, uh, you know, and that's one of the things I always, I mean, I, I had never heard of any public screenings of these, of, you know, of the holiday special before. So we got some guys actually in New York and Los Angeles to go there to talk to people and, uh, you know, and interview them and sort of get their gut reaction walking out of the theater. <laughs> so, you know, there's just something happening in the world of Star Wars, you know, every day. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating. Did, the, did these people walking out of the theater – had not seen the holiday special prior to this screening? Some had and, and some had not. You know, that's so, actually, that, that's, that's torture. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, I cannot sit through that. You know, the most entertaining because the version I have has the original 70s commercials on it. You know, uh-huh. it's not, uh, with uh, Tobor, it's robots spelled backwards. Uh, but that's the most entertaining thing. This, the, the first half hour, I don't think there's a, a minute of dialogue. It's just Wookiees. Uh, it's oh, it's so Carrie Fisher gets so, to sing. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, have you tried getting Carrie Fisher? I just read her book, the Wishful Drinking book, and uh, I know. Um, well, we're going to. You know, we we are. Uh, she's uh, on I'm, our I'm list. Basically, I'm sorry, Carrie. Go ahead. She's, I was going to say she's on our our wish list here. Yeah. For the spring. 
Yeah. Especially now, what did, you, you did get Darth Vader. You got David Prowse, correct? We did, yes. In, uh, David in Prowse has been bitter for years. <clears throat> he was great. Oh, he, was, uh, he was very, um, he, again, you know, very generous and, you know, talking to us and uh, said a couple of things that uh, uh, I'm not going to say what, it, what they are, but I think um, they were fairly fairly interesting in terms of, of uh, his disappointments about what, what happened with Return of the Jedi. So right. we'll, we'll probably include some of that in the film. So are you going to be focusing, you know, on you're focusing on all the films, right? It, so, like, uh, yeah. you know, you wouldn't be opposed to talking to somebody like Irvin Kirshner, you know, who did the director of Empire to get his views on things. Of course. Of course. Yeah. No, in fact, we've been, yeah. Yeah, we've been, uh, we've been trying to track him down, and, and uh, you know, we, we have several contacts uh, uh, to him right now, but uh, I, I understand he's uh, not in the best of health right now. So uh, sorry uh, to hear that. I'm really sorry. I know. I, I, I just don't know if we're going to be able to, uh, you know, to him. But yeah, it would be fantastic. Yeah. So, but it's not just Star Wars, you know. It's it's also Indiana Jones. It's also, um, you know, anything that I mean, you know, THX and and American Graffiti. I mean, it's it's really oh, George. So. How you know how George changed over the years, you know, from this um, uh, idealistic filmmaker to uh, to what he is now. There's actually a, uh, <clears throat> I was redoing some research and stuff before the show, and there's a YouTube video of this guy who claims to have found out what happened to George, and he shows a picture of him then, and he shows it now, and he basically brings up that there's no neck, and then he shows the, the uh, de- development of this lump in his neck, and then it getting bigger, and that now there is no neck, and you can't see the, the chin. Huh. And he believes it's an alien, like, symbiote-type thing that had somehow got its way into George and has destroyed his, just everything about uh, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Really? Wow. <laughs> you should get that guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Email, me, email me the link. I think that'd be great. I'd, I'd love to yeah. uh, check this out. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, some people think that, you know, he was abducted and then replaced with this other George Lucas. Uh, I mean, I... Like I said, I can't, I can't. Oh, you know what I wanted to bring up? Have you thought about the uh, guys from Mystery Science Theater, Mike Nelson and his robot friends? Uh, they you have, know, we they have, have not. They have a website now called Rift Tracks. And what they do I is they, they, they actually have it for Phantom Menace, all the prequels. Mm-hmm. And they, they yep. have it for the new Indiana Jones. And those guys would be hilarious to uh, probably interview about, you know. And, and, why, and you know, they actually uh, – I find it hard. I haven't listened to the uh, the ones, but they do have it for like the original Star Wars. I'm like, I don't know how you can make fun of that, but I <laughs> well, guess you know, they, they can. Uh, I, I actually ordered uh, recently the, all the uh, the riff tracks you you, you mentioned uh, for for episodes one, two, and three. I haven't had a chance to uh, you know to listen to them yet, but um, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, that's you know, and again, it, it's it's. It's so difficult because there's so many people we want to talk to, and, and I feel like you know, un- unless we take ten years to make this documentary, right? <laughs> we're never going to get a chance. Right. But you know, we will also have to call it quits at some point. I mean, as long as we, I- I'm hoping another solid year, maybe a little more of, of work, and-, and hopefully by then we'll feel like you know, it's, it's good enough and and, uh, and and it goes deep enough to uh, to be released. You know, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm, I'm but, glad we uh, have that recorded. What's that? <laughs> I'm glad we have that recorded. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alexander, I, I, I'm going to keep playing that back for you. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have one question for you guys. I don't know if you'll have any insight on this or not. 
But I personally believe that Steven Spielberg is, you know, a hundred times the director that George Lucas ever was or will be. So my question is, why does Steven Spielberg defer to George Lucas on these projects that they've worked together? Uh, you know, he clearly lets George Lucas have his way. And what is it that George Lucas has over Spielberg that, you know, the most brilliant filmmaker of pretty much all time is allowing George Lucas to call the shot? Well, I, you know, I, and I, I don't believe it can be just be friendship. I, you know, in a game, the no. stakes are that high. I, 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 I just I've always wondered what the hell's going on there. Well, I'll give you my, my little theory, and, and you know, and again, it's it's just a theory, but uh, it's actually based on a, a conversation we had, an interview we had with uh, Sandy Lieberson, who was the former head of production at 20th Century Fox, and we talked about these these things very specifically. Um, and I I think that part of it is is uh, you know is age on some level that you know these guys are not their their motivation for making movies. Um, today is not the same as their motivation for making movies, you know, 20 years ago. And, yeah. and I, I do believe that there's a couple of things that, you know, on some level they, they want to have fun, and, and I'm sure they have genuine fun making Indiana Jones films. I mean, I think, and, and you know what? They're making money, yeah. um, so why not? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think they can be blamed for that. Well, the so, same thing, why not have a good story? <laughs> well, but that, that's a whole other issue, which I agree, but, you know, I, I, I don't know, again, I don't know if George really looks at story the same way that he used to look at story. Um, and, you know, and, and one, thing, one thing that Sandy told us is that he, he <laughs> feels that, that there's a lot of pressure um, on, on George Lucas to make these movies because they're, because they're business ventures. And, um, you know, and, and, it's, and so, you know, he keeps talking about the fact that he wants to make these experimental films, these other, you know, these other movies, that he's fine, you know, he finally has the luxury of, of making now. But the fact is, he keeps going back to Star Wars. He keeps going back to Indiana Jones. And you know, I, I think we can only guess, you know, how uh, how much pressure there is on George Lucas. But I think on some pressure level, from who? I mean, pressure from who? He do, he doesn't. He's got to. Well, you know, who, who's pressuring him? He's his own person. Well, I mean, he you know, owns Lucasfilm. He doesn't have to do these. Well, but see, that's that's what I'm not convinced. I mean, if you really look at this, uh, I mean, yes, Lucasfilm is is his business venture, but on some level, he has to answer to Lucasfilm, and and I'm sure that you know, I mean, there's so many people who depend. I mean, who make a living with with this company. I, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on the guy. I mean, I'm just trying to be fair to him. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, but and, here's my here's my thing. Like, Lucasfilm will not die it just because he's not making the films. Like, in fact, if they said, we're going to make another Star Wars film, but we're going to have someone else write and direct it, the fans would probably be happy about that. They have books, they have video games, all this stuff that Lucas can just sign off on and say, okay, I approve it. I mean, he approves soap with, like, Princess Leia's face or something. He can approve, you know, he'll, he'll sign off on anything. So I think the, the truth of the matter is that Lucas was never the genius that we've made him out to be, that everybody else back in the early days made him look better than he really was. And once he got the power, he now is – it's because I think the, um, the holiday special is, is clearly probably his, his baby. Um, well, I don't think I, anybody can take away from George Lucas that he is a merchandising and marketing genius. No, I, well, okay, well, that's not what I'm nobody, talking about. Nobody can question that. 
Sure. I'm, you know, I'm and, not he, and he has, and the guy did have a great idea, you know. And that's the only problem I have with him now. I've come to terms with the fact that I don't like what he's done since Jedi, and even Jedi, I have problems with. But my problem is that the, you know, the media has made him out to be this modern myth maker, and I just think it's time we stop calling him that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> enough with the myth maker. Great storyteller, because that that right. part may not be true. That's that's. You know, and and the bottom line is, let's take away everything that was prior to 1999, and then release Phantom Menace on its own. Mm-hmm. They would have never made a sequel to that movie. I don't care if it had lightsabers or anything. They would have never made a sequel to that movie. They would have laughed at it. It would have been that Battlefield Earth or whatever that John Travolta film that everybody makes fun of. It would have been. That's probably true. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I and, and again, you know, I, I, uh, I kind of feel like I have to jump in also here and, and maybe defend him a little bit, but. But another way to look at this too is, is if we if we uh, put all that stuff aside, um, I mean the guy made Star Wars and the guy made American Graffiti, and I think if 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 you only look at these two films, um, I mean part of me just struggles with this. Oh, but yeah, but oh, wait, wait a minute, where, where, where does where does Howard the Duck fit in? No, 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 that's not fair, though, because you're going to say he made two films that you're, uh, let's say, Empire, but I don't really think that's his film. I mean, he had an no, that's, idea. That's but Kirshner and Kurtz. No look at, look at, but you look at people like Joe Dante, who made Gremlins and, you know, and great films. There's a lot of people who make great films, and they yeah. can't get anything done, and they probably still could be good. And, you know, yeah. like, just because he, he was lucky or, or made, hit lightning a couple times doesn't mean that everything from that point should be not treat it the same way. Anybody else with his record would have been thrown out of Hollywood. Sure, but see, that's the thing, is, is would we feel the same way, would we be so angry if George didn't have the means to, to make whatever he wants right now? I mean, and that's, I think, I think that a lot of the anger that people seem to have is because, obviously, we don't seem to like the, the films, uh, but it's also because he has all this money and, and, and he, you know, he's able to do whatever he wants and to keep making them. But I think we also forget that he is the guy who gave us Star Wars, and he's the guy who gave us American Graffiti. So it's 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 a little bit of both. I mean, I, I feel the anger. But yeah, but you know, Hitler yeah. gave us Hitler gave us the Volkswagen. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I you. that's great stuff right there. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, and and. The, I don't think it has anything to do with money, you know. Like that's great. He's he's got the money and he can make whatever he wants. But that makes it even worse. He's, he has no, the ability. No, if money yeah, no, is an opportunity. That's that's the only thing I I feel is like you know it was a missed opportunity. I don't know. Yes. If that's the same as, as money. I just, I just don't know. It. With his money, how could he? How's this the result? You, you have the ability to make anything. That's great. I'm happy for that. But this is yeah. what you came up with. That's what bothers me. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I mean, maybe you misunderstood, but I, I feel that that's, that's the reason why people are, are so angry, because if he didn't have the money and if he were struggling to make his next film, I mean, you know, people would be rooting for George Lucas. I, I think the fact that he has so much money and that he's giving us movies that, that cannot possibly, um, you know, uh, on the same level, be on the same level as the Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back uh, is, is what angers people. I mean, it's, yeah. it's also the fact that it's so, it's so close to our childhood. I mean, it's so... You know, I mean, there's so there's so many elements to this. You know, I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I mean, I, I don't I don't buy that just because like you look at um, Clint Eastwood and uh, you know he's got he's not as you know 
but he's making his own films. And, you know, you, like Chris saw, or Eric, you know, you saw Grant Serino and said, you know, this guy's an old and he's been around and he's still got yep. it, you know? I think sure. better, better than ever. Grant and and, sure. and the, my problem is that he's just, you know, you're making a bad film. And, I, and the anger, I don't think, comes from that. And I was always thinking, like, they always say anger comes from hurt feelings. So obviously us fans are hurt that he's taken something that, like you say, he gave us Star Wars. And then what did you do with it? You know, like, okay, you gave us something that we love, and now look what you're doing. Like, you're, you're whoring it out and making it look just ugly and bad and, and a joke and, it, you know. Yep. But everyone I, 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 still I, goes. That's what's interesting. Everyone still goes. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Why does everybody still go? And that's part that, of the phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you know, you, you know, know I, I don't know too many people that didn't go see him. This reminds I, me of, of that scene in episode three, you know, where we're Obi, you know, the, the fight between Obi Wan and, and Anakin, and and you you know, and, and Obi Wan saying, you know, you're the chosen one. And, and 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 that to me is kind of that that moment is is how the fans are right now with George. Is, is this anger of you know you could have been you could have been great you could have been so much more, and and this is what you're giving us instead of being a bum. Yeah. Um, Except I, we're not intercutting it with a scene that's uh, not key to the whole trilogy. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I get, the whole thing. I, I did not uh, you know see uh, Revenge of the Sith. I refused to go see that when it came out in the theater. I was like, I, you know, you fooled me with that stupid. Everybody kept saying, go see Attack of the Clones. Go see. It's better than. Phantom, of course it's better than Phantom Menace. I mean, any, anything would yeah. be better than that. And, you know, so then they're like telling me, no, you've got to see The Sith. It's better. It's, and I did. I refused. I didn't see it for years and years until finally it was like on TV and I watched it. And I didn't okay. like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, you know, I think it's the best of the three, of one, two, three. But, you know, I have a lot of problems with it, too. You know? so. Yeah. But anyway, let me um, – let's just uh, – we're running out of time. So let's uh, – talk about this, this past year for you guys and, and uh, for Kerry and for Alexander. What have been, like, um, your, your favorite moments, your highlights of, of this past year? Oh, well, Kerry, you want to start? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been, it's been kind of a wild ride so far. I'd, I have to think about it. When we first started, gosh, I guess it was last spring when you guys were heading off. Uh, out of the country, and, and we were doing some of the stuff here locally with Starfest, and the whole idea was so new at the time, uh, and we, we hosted a panel and had a bunch of fans there. And I think for me that particular day was was very inspiring because, you know, we, we, we set up this panel, and people came into the room, and when they saw the title, you know, if you've been to any of the, the, the sci-fi type conventions before people thought that we were going to put George Lucas on trial so that room was packed because they thought you know what was going to happen (laughs) and um, when we started asking you know telling them what we were there for and they started to learn what it was about it was it was very interesting to see the mood in that room you know kind of change people were fired up and ready to go and then they were like oh wait hey well this is cool and they wanted to contribute and people wanted to share opinions and people started raising their hands and saying you know, please look into this for us. Please ask this question for us. Please try and answer these things. And I think for me that particular day was, was very inspiring because it was just, uh, we were just starting off, and it was kind of neat. This particular room full of people were, were among the first people to really have this idea introduced to them, and they were true fans. And uh, it was kind of a great send-off to where we've landed here a year later. So that's great. That's, that's my deal. Yeah. Well, for me, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to pin down because there's there's so much, and it's sort of 
you know, it's it sort of really taken over my life so much. But, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say two things. I mean, probably most importantly is the way that, that the fans have, have embraced this film from, from literally every corner of the globe. And, and, you know, and, I, and I keep saying this, and it, and it, and it sounds corny, but, but, you know, people who are listening to the show, it's, it's really important that we keep spreading the word because, um, you know, this is a film that is, is, in a sense, very democratic. You know, this is the first documentary, you know, feature-length documentary that, that, that um, you know, takes in submissions that, that anybody around the world with a, a video camera can actually participate in. Uh, and, and that's that's really cool. And I think that just the way that that people have, uh, you know, like I said, embraced this project is is has been phenomenal so far. And I hope it keeps going this way. Um, and and then of course, you know, I mean, how can you pick a favorite between you know talking to Gary Kurtz and looking at the Star Wars continuity mm. script and talking to some right. of the great critics and and you know, so all of that stuff has been great. I just really hope that in the next few months we'll be able to start talking to. You know, people like Kevin Smith. We absolutely have to talk to, you know, to Kevin Smith, uh, you know, to Carrie Fisher, to uh, Seth Green, to to a lot of these people. And I just hope that they're not, um, that they don't, you know, they're not too afraid to talk to us because some people have been, you know, some people are, are really afraid to talk to us. And it's kind of, and that actually pisses me off. <laughs> when, when you get that sense that, oh, oh, I'm so afraid to talk to you because, because I might ruin, you know, because uh, my career might be ruined, you know, if George finds out. I think that's bullshit. I mean, this is yeah. like, this is a documentary, you know. It's a and documentary. Besides that, he's not running a studio or an agency, so whose career is he going to ruin? Well, well and it's like, and when, why should why should anybody be afraid of of, of George Lucas? I mean, I, I don't think that that's what he wants ultimately. I mean, I hope not, you know. So so hopefully people will really, you know keep opening up to us and you know so some have been really really cool about it and i just hope it, it uh, you know continues this way well, well really and including george you know and including, including george, george. we'd love oh to yeah speak i mean him. i really really want to talk to him i mean I'm, I'm dying to talk to him and i really hope he does you know he does hmm. i'd love to talk to him too <laughs> <laughs> who would yeah. it right <laughs> yeah well so. it's a good thing we're on the east coast let's say that <laughs> yeah. I'd so, love to c- continue bitching about George Lucas, but I think I'm going to go watch Star Wars. So I'm going to say good night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good night. And uh, thanks again, and good luck with all the uh, future uh, People versus George uh, issues. Hopefully, you get everybody you want. And once again, keep sure. us in the loop, and we will love to have you back on when you got some more news. Absolutely. We'll we'll do that. Thank you so much. Thank all you. All right. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.